Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You said this is a study. Is there any, like, uh, drawers, cabinets, like, filing cabinets or anything like that? Indeed there are. I'm going to start going through those. Yeah. So we're going to jump upstairs now to the other team. So Team Jackal and Team Jotun. You're kind of at the top of the stairs, and you're looking around. There appear to be kind of three rooms, one master bedroom and two smaller bedrooms, and a bathroom, you'd guess? I rolled and got a 69 out of 44 failure. <laughs> I succeeded with a 12 out of 74. I can search All right. So something kind of off in the distance of the master bedroom catches your eye and you kind of you head that way or you kind of check the other rooms first. Um, if they're on the way, I would want to peek in there at least, you know. Yeah, as you're walking by again, like it's they're just kind of like kids rooms, not master bedrooms, I guess. Again, there's this thick dust everywhere. It's kind of hard to tell colors of stuff underneath it all. But like it's a bed, a desk, a shelf and with some books on it, maybe. Maybe like a vase with a dead flower in it or something. Uh, definitely creepy, but nothing's like leaping out at you as especially kind of noteworthy. There's something like that caught the corner of your eye in the master bedroom that you're kind of, that's the only thing that stands out. All right, yeah. I... Jack, let's see something. All right, so you hit that when kind of again, like it's it's a double queen's, a queen bed kind of thing. It's, again, it's furnished as though someone lives here, but someone obviously doesn't. And kind of opposite of the bed, Above the window, it kind of looks out across a bunch of the farmland. Is another painting covered over with a sheet, and that's what caught my attention. Yeah. All right. I guess we remove the sheet. Yep. All right. So this is not a painting of Herfelder. It is a picture of a man, uh, but his skin is impossibly black. Like it's. I'm not saying like black as an African American. I'm talking like black right. as in the color onyx or something like that. Like the skin is truly black kind of thing. And he's just kind of standing there as one might paint a normal person, kind of in a in kind of a landscape. Give me an alertness. Now, when you say picture, is it a painting or a photograph? Painting. Okay. Give me an alertness. Fifty-seven out of fifty-two failure. Forty-eight out of fifty-two success. The background behind this strange kind of figure in this painting is the farm you're now standing in. Like, it's almost as though the painter was painting the picture of this figure while standing in the road that leads up to the farmhouse. And weirder yet, if you kind of had to guess, based off of just kind of where you are, where you think you are in the house and what you're looking at in the painting... It sure looks like you can see a flashlight beam coming out of the window that would correspond with where you're at in the painting. A sand check. 
31 out of 80 success. Take no sand damage. 94 right. 62 you failure. You take one sand damage, Aiden Yoten, and you could just absolutely swear you saw the figure in this painting wink at you and smile kind of shift ever so slightly. But it's a painting. Paintings don't do that. I put the sheet back on the painting. Be a smart call. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jackal, did you see that? Is that like a flashlight in that window? Yeah, sure was. I don't know. It's like he was looking at us or something. I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's keep going. So we'll go back downstairs to the ground floor team. So you're searching the kind of uh, office space? Uh, yeah. Is there a desk? I'll start yeah. with the desk. Yeah, let's let you search the room if you want really quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to just make a search, Jim? Yeah. Actually, what are your searches? Uh, mine's at 41. 50. Yeah, so... It, it takes you a couple seconds with the flashlights on, but you do see kind of on the desk a book or kind of an outline of a book of some kind on the desk. Not going oh, yeah, to search for that high. Dust it off. Yeah. Open it up. See what's in there. All right. So what you think you found is a journal of some kind. It appears to be kind of it dates back to easily the early 1900s, late 1800s kind of thing. Um, most of it's written in a language that you don't recognize, but you can probably guess is German based on context kind of thing. Um, you said I don't speak any German, but definitely appears to be the journal of someone. It's got dates and stuff and kind of the flowing narrative of someone either taking notes or journaling, I guess is the way of thinking of it. All right. Um, definitely going to bag that. I just shove it in my bag. Is there any other items inside the desk? Like, I start pulling out drawers, anything like that. Like, it's almost like the furniture is here for show of some kind. So, like, I pull out drawers, they're just completely empty, look like they've never had anything. Yeah. Uh, if there's nothing else to see right here, I would recommend we continue our speed sweep and move on to the barn if there's no other rooms in the house. Okay. Yeah, you've more or less searched the house. Um, you found more or less anything there was there. Like, again, the thing that's probably most worth noting there is you found two paintings and a whole lot of nothing. Like, Felder's definitely been here, is here, or something. Like, all signs point to this indeed being Felder's base based on, you know, paintings of Felder being here. But definitely no one lives here. At least not in this house. Okay. I, I'm sorry, there's no that. cellar or anything that we... Do you find access to? There's no, like, there's no door down or anything like that. Okay. Uh, any hidden doors behind any of these paintings or anything? Uh, give me a search. Critical, 44 out of 50. No, you you search the paintings. Um, you kind of spend the time. Like, There's no hidden panels behind them. Like, It would be extra weird because in both cases, the paintings are on walls that are the exterior. But, like, yeah, it, you search those pretty thoroughly. There's no, like, again, there's no, like, drag marks or anything. There's no indication of trap doors or anything like that. Like, you move any and all rugs, kind of thing. you do a pretty good job of whipping up all the dust in there, even as you move about. But yeah, the only kind of evidence of anyone having been there in a long time is your own footprints and whatever you guys have moved to kind of search the place. And there's nothing we would have seen if there was something like, so we're, we're talking like empty drawers and empty yeah. closets and stuff. There's nothing Everything's even worth empty, going yeah. through. Yeah. 
and you i'm saying you went through like as part of the critical search i'll say you like you went through that like it's the there's obviously nothing there kind of thing like i was just making sure we weren't like yeah nope accidentally yeah. ignoring something um yeah. <sighs> i don't like this place are we together again the four of us can be yeah we need that, but we should stick with the plan and go look. It's like somebody made it up to sell it 50 years ago. You know what I mean? I think we should check out the barn or other buildings. Maybe there's some other place. Uh, would, would I have seen, would I have seen the other painting? Go look at it if you want. Would I have noticed it? I mean. Um, you didn't go to that room, but you can go check it out if you so wish. I'm just going to relay then to the other team of the that there was a creepy painting upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> we saw the we saw the scary painting upstairs. It was it was of the farm. Jackal agrees. It looked like there was a flashlight coming out of the room that we were in. And there was this figure in the foreground. Some sort of shadow man. And he it was like he was looking at us. I think I like, like, or like we knew he was, we, he knew we was, he knew we were looking at him. I, I, I don't like him. Let's stick with the plan and go check out the barn. I agree. Let's use extra caution in case there is a painting shadow man out here somewhere. I, I gotta be honest. That thing scared me more than that alligator monster. We hear ya. All right. So you've done the house. You've got the silo. You've got the barn. And you've got kind of this garden behind the house. What you going to first? Barn. All right. Barn. Head over to the barn. Give me an alertness check as you're walking. 90 out of 52 failure. 88 out of 53 fumble. 19 out of 52 success. 82 out of 44 fumble. I mean, failure. Yeah, so as you're walking again, like, it's too quiet here. But a, a slight breeze has picked up, I guess, and... Like it, it, you never thought of a breeze feeling, having a feeling to it before, but there's almost kind of a mischievous nature to this breeze. Like it's not malicious or anything. It's just kind of like <laughs> the breeze. But yeah, no, you reach the barn. Nothing bad happens to you as you're kind of walking through. Um, it's all four of you at the barn now. Let's check out the perimeter first and, and uh, meet back at the front of the barn. So give me a search as you're kind of doing this perimeter sweep. 22 critical. 40 out of 50 success. 19 out of 74 success. 75 out of 41 failure. Everyone but Agent Jumper knows their barns, apparently. Um, Yeah, so aside from being on a creepy farm in the middle of nowhere with creepy wind kind of blowing around, this is just a normal rundown barn. You can't notice, there's nothing outwardly kind of even sinister but just that it's in context it feels dark and foreboding uh the doors aren't even locked on it like the the main entrance is open uh that's where the kind of the tire tracks go into that you saw on the camera on the uh, sorry not camera the um pictures you had taken at one point or pictures you had access to uh there is a kind of car parked in there it's an old truck but it again like the stuff inside it's just gathering dust you went inside the barn say yes right yeah, I'll carry over that critical. So you walk into the barn, and it's just kind of mostly full of junk, some old farming equipment, the kind of occasional knickknack. It's just kind of 
a big open space, kind of on the opposite end of the barn from where you came in. There are some kind of animal stalls, and there are some signs of animal butchery at one point happening, but, like, the blood is long, dried, like, nothing recent. Um, yeah. Are there any paintings in here? No. Just a creepy, empty barn, except for all the junk. So the 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 vehicle is kind of covered in dust too. Yeah. It doesn't look like it was the windshield was cleared or anything. No, nope. like, been a while since someone drove that thing last. Oh, this is not feeling as eventful as the house. Should we move on to the silo, or did anybody else want to look around and hear some more? You can split up if you want to. But nothing else in here is catching my interest. So you said that there were there were like some blood stains, but they would have been like old. Yeah, they're really old. And we're sure they're animal blood? I said it was signs of animal butcher. I never said what the blood was. Like, it would make sense in given kind of a context of the space. Uh, jet lag, didn't you say you saw blood on the floor in that compound back in Missouri? Or, I'm sorry, Louisiana? I saw it. Jackal. Uh, Jackal saw it. I don't remember if I saw it or not. Jackal, what do you make of this? Do you think this is... I think these blood stains are normal. Well, we are in a barn on a farm. Um, I don't think anything else is normal. A roll of forensics? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to help. Uh, My forensics is really good. Yeah, 32 out of 20. So I'm going to say, you know, I'm not surprised that there's, I don't know, some kind of, kind of blood in a spot where you might butcher an animal, I guess. 30 out of 70 success. Like, whatever was here died violently, as would make sense for kind of old-school animal butchery. But, like, it's not, it, it doesn't have the kind of telltale signs of killing a human. The blood splatters are wrong. The kind of quantity is wrong. It, it's also very old. Like, very dried at this point. Like, also, no one's made an attempt to clean it up kind of thing, almost as though it's just kind of a normal thing that would have happened if this indeed was a normal barn. Yeah, it's, you All feel right. pretty confident that, like, while something definitely died here against its will, it wasn't in any way, shape, or form recent, and it probably wasn't inherently sinister, depending on what you think of kind of the killing of animals. All right, I don't think it's human, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a sacrifice or something weird. Or it could have just been a a steer there butchering, I don't know. Duly noted. I'm just... On edge, I guess. I'm sorry. Let's, um, if if there's nothing else here, should we go check out that silo? And then if, uh, Herr Felder isn't home, then head back to Boise. Comfer, are you good going to the silo quick? Let's all four move over there. All right. So, of the kind of stuff you've dealt with so far, the silo is definitely showing its age the most. It's the most rusted out thing here, I guess. It's it's old. It's the oldest thing potentially on this farm, give or take some stuff. And yeah, uh, so you got to go inside. Like there's a door on the front of it, it's a normal hatch door. Um, it's not open though. You got to try and open it and go inside. First, got to try to open it. Give me a strength check. It's kind of a almost like a um, submarine kind of air seal hatch. Sixty-eight failure. So it, it makes a lot of noise as you're opening it, but you do kind of, it takes a while. Like the me- the mechanism is super rusty. It screeches as you kind of get it going. Again, it does swing open though eventually. And 
inside is just weird. All right, so you're kind of the first thing you notice is you're just blasted with this just absolutely terrible smell. Everyone, give me an alertness or a forensics, depending on which one's higher for you. Sixty-seven out of fifty-two failure. Um, I got a four out of seventy success. Five out of forty have... success. I got a weapon zero on forensics, so. Yep, alertness it is. Okay. Hey, I got a thirty-nine out of forty-four. So Agent Yoten and Agent Yet Jetlag immediately recognize this as just a dead body smell. Like the this is the smell that rotting corpses make. And Agent Jumper is also like she's doesn't necessarily know exactly what it is off the top of her head, but she's kind of like it's the nope, that's a bad smell kind of thing. That's oh, a that's a terrible smell. smell. That's a smell you avoid as best you can. Why is it always dark, dark places? Why is it always dark, metally round places? <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to search it. I don't. 79 out of 44, failure. Alright, so you, you step inside to kind of search it better and give me a dex check, actually. I got a 10 out of 74 success. All right. We're all going in after him. Let's let's resolve this first. All right, so thirty twenty six. You, you move off. gingerly enough, and it doesn't happen to you. But you notice as you're looking around inside that the room is full of this strange, almost translucent, very pale, almost like white, a ghostly white, slowly rocking back and forth, long grass-like plants. And I see you kind of narrowly dodge it, but like as you notice, one of these things kind of runs up the side of your pants. And it just kind of slowly slices open the pants part of it. Um, but also, now that you're inside, like, so that, that, that search was kind of an unfortunate choice in this case. So as you're looking around as part of this, you find, like, chunks of, like, like the occasional tooth, maybe a lower jawbone. Like, definitely human remains, but they're all long skeletized. So Agent Yoten and Agent Jackal take a sand check on this one. If you fail, 1d4. I got a critical 77 out of 80. Yeah, so you recover one sand if you can, and you are unfazed by this absolutely kind of nightmarish <laughs> interior. Uh, 20 out of 61 success. So Sorry, this translucent see. grass, it it grazed up against me like I stepped by it, or like yeah. it actually moved and tried to touch me. You can't quite tell. It's definitely kind of swaying back and forth in a breeze that is not inside this silo. Right. I'm going to say, team, avoid this grass stuff. It's sharp as hell. Is it just everywhere? Is it like covering the floor? It's not everywhere. It's like patches of it. It's kind of like, you know, like, um, you know what dune grass looks like on a beach? Yeah, yeah. Kind of picture that type of situation. Can I, I do an environmental the... science to see if yeah. I know what this is? Jet lag, yeah. any idea what this shit is? Let me take a look. <laughs> 93 out of 60. Nope. All right, <laughs> so... Uh, this is some alien. You've never heard anything like this. You've heard of grass being sharp, but like as you get really close up next to it, you hear whispers. Give me a sand check on this one. 10 out of 77. Right. You don't take sand, but like you swear for a split second as you're like just the closest you get to the grass, you hear, you're not sure you hear this even. Like it's the echoes of people just screaming to be let out of the silo kind of thing. 
multiple voices all kind of distinct, but just a split second of people screaming to be let out and for someone to say that's just gone. Quick question. Peter got a, a sand point back because he rolled a critical, right? Yep. Okay. Sorry. I reward the critical sand. Perfect. Well, what do you make of it, jet lag? Oh, well, this is something I have never seen before. I'm getting some very eerie vibes from this, but I can't quite explain it. Um, maybe I should take a sample and analyze it back at the lab later. Careful, it cut right through my pant leg. Anyone outside of the silo still? I think it's just Jumper. And there's... Yeah, I'm going to be the last to enter. <laughs> So you said there's teeth and like jaw fragments, but so how how much of the floor is covered in human bone? It's all kind of covered in this like rich looking dirt, I guess is the way of thinking of it, but it's not covered in human bone and stuff. Like it's the you occasionally find like a remnant here or there. Not even enough for a full one skeleton. And does you the do dirt find... remind us at all of his weird sand? No. Kind of really rich farming dirt, I guess, is the way of thinking of it. Okay. Is this like human compost or something going on here? You know what? I'm starting to rethink that. Um, what that gentleman was telling us. Perhaps we should just burn this place to the ground. Get out of here. We can tell Pine we found it that way. Something like that. I mean, it's totally the truth. We never found him, and all we found were. Things that, you know, dead bodies and stuff, nothing to indicate him. The only thing I have is the only evidence we found. Just burn the rest. Cover our tracks. Well, so that's actually cool you mentioned that. Yoden hasn't looked at that journal yet. He doesn't speak German, German, but he speaks enough of a neighboring language. He might be able to read it some. Jackal is, I'm kind of sick of staying in here. I'm going to step outside of, the, outside of the silo with Jumper. As far as I know, I don't know about the journal yet either, right? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Oh, no, I told you about the journal. Sorry, I, I, I didn't hand it to you, but I told you we found a journal. I wouldn't hide that. I'm just going to step outside. Can I just do an alertness check? I'm just going to try to keep watch or something. Failure. <laughs> Slight breeze is still going, but beyond that, as far as you can tell, you are the only four people for potentially miles here. But we still got a garden to check out, too. Yeah. Is Jetlag taking the sample, or did he take a sample? I would like to try to take a sample. All right. It would be a bad idea, but we'll see. Give me a dexterity check on that. I can give you a... Can you add a modifier to the dexterity? I'll give you a plus 10 on that, because you know it's sharp. Yes, I can. Okay. Six out of 75 success. Yeah, so you kind of deftly kind of navigate your hand around the grass and find the stalk and pull it out. And yeah, you supposed to extract a sample. Um, it's got surprisingly long roots for what it is, but beyond that, it's just kind of this weird kind of ghostly grass. Okay. Put that in a little glass vial, pocket it, and move on. Cool. All right, to the garden. Yeah, let's finish our sweep, and then we can maybe discuss the journal and what to do. All right, let's Any checks as you walk across, or just walking across the garden? Doesn't seem like there's anybody out here to me. A bit, I mean, we'd be on edge. We'd probably yeah. be looking around. So I'll, I'll roll alertness if no one else yeah. will. I'm, I'm terrified. Although that might negatively affect my alertness. I failed. 64 out of 52. You don't hear anything. Nothing out here for miles. 
<laughs> Alright, so the garden is a surprisingly extensive garden, and... I got 11 out of 44? Yeah, also, nothing. Nothing of note. Nothing around here for miles. Maybe <laughs> that kind of, that wind sounds almost more chorly than it did a couple minutes ago, but... No. Nothing. Alright, so, this garden. It is the first thing you've encountered that shows, well signs of being messed with recently. So it's a relatively extensive garden space. It is eight large, like, uh, 20 by 20 kind of wooden fenced-in little beds and a, like, decent-sized shed. We'll say it's, like, eight feet by eight feet kind of thing back away from the house on the opposite side of all the garden beds from you. The garden beds appear to be full of mushrooms. Do they look cultivated or wild? It's like something to do a check for. I don't know if I have an agriculture check. Search? What do you... What, what do you Probably have? a search in this case, yeah. What about science? 36 to 74, success. The answer is yes. It looks like a mix. Um, there's definitely a deliberateness to it, but also mushrooms, even when they're kind of being farmed, grow a little bit wild. Um, it's a pretty heavy coverage, but more importantly, kind of as you get down to look at these mushrooms, you realize that, like, below the mushroom level, there's a thin layer of dirt, and actually all of these garden beds are full of human bodies. Give me a sand check. All of you, because I'm assuming Jotun points that out. Critical. 11 out of 81. Uh, 32 out of 61 success. 11 out of 77 critical. That's horrible. Yep, better. 1d6. 1d6 sand jumper. Good God. It's bodies. Oh. All right, so you do not take this well, and you get to check helplessness for a second. Um, yeah, so someone has <laughs> essentially used a collection of human bodies as potting soil, fertilizer, topsoil. You're not quite sure what the right description of it is, but it's what's filling up these beds, and all these mushrooms are growing out of these corpses. They've all been kind of neatly arranged to the best fit and stuff like that, and the mushrooms are just going to town on the bodies. Oh, God. That is pretty messed up, I will say. We were looking Can for I... fungus in that, foils, in that soil sample, weren't we? We were. Yeah. Can I uh, forensics any, like, how old the bodies are, that kind of stuff? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. 38 out of 70 success. Yeah, so the mushrooms aren't helping you at all, but you do note that like there's a wide range of bodies here. Like Some of them are obviously very old, and you can tell this by just kind of how clean they've been picked and just how rapidly they've been decayed by the mushrooms. But also, there's a couple other bodies that you'd guess are at most a few weeks old. Kind of, They're not like a couple of days old, but like they're recent enough to suggest at least like within the last month, definitely someone was here cultivating this, if not the last two or three weeks. Maybe even last week. How old do you think those are, Jotun? Uh, well, some of these are pretty old, but there's a few here that you see the, the smaller mushrooms. Maybe we ought to do a missing persons report. <laughs> I don't know if we want to dig in there and get pictures of their faces or something. Um, we should know. probably get pictures of this regardless. <sighs> yep. Kind of hoping there's some gasoline in the shed there. We can just light this stuff up. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Jet lag, any idea what the hell these mushrooms are? I have no idea. Um, I'm assuming they're the same species, unknown species that we saw earlier in the soil samples. We'll say it's a mix. Like It's not just one type of mushroom. There are some that look like normal mushrooms, but you occasionally do see a mushroom that you've just never seen a plant grow like that before. Like It's the wrong set of colors. It's maybe thorny or something like that. Like It's a mushroom. I- being DEA, would I know, or is there something I can roll to see if it's, um, if they're, um, like, so you pass forensics, they're not psychedelic mushrooms. Like, okay. based on your kind of, that's a wide range of things, hypothetically, but yeah, you've never seen any of these in a drug bust before. Okay. So, I mean, this is not inherently supernatural yet. Is this, I mean, this just sounds like there's a weird serial killer. Well, except for, that painting up in the the bedroom upstairs, I swear it, there's something paranormal about that shit. Also, that uh-huh. uh, that silo was pretty freaky. I, I don't know about that grass. That didn't look right. It was moving on its own in a silo. That's sharp. You've never heard of it. I'm going to go check out that shed and see if there's anything in there, okay? All right. All right. <sighs> I'm taking pictures of these bodies the best I can. 39 out of 44 for search. That shed, and it's, it is a well-equipped kind of gardening shed. But more importantly, as you're kind of looking around this, you do find that kind of underlayer of dirt. There is absolutely a hatch in the bottom of this uh, shed's floor. Okay, I'm going to go tell the group. Um, hey, team, I think there's a clue over here. The hatch on the bottom of the shed. We might want to get ready to deal with something. Can I do an alertness to see if there's any sounds coming through the hatch? Yeah. So say it's a big, heavy metal hatch, though, too. The chances of you hearing something through it are probably relatively low. But if you crit, I might tell you something. <laughs> 60 out of 53 fail. Nah, it's just a big, heavy metal hatch set in the ground. Um, so we got all the pictures we needed for the mushrooms. Well, obviously we're going into that hole. Um, should we call Pine first and let her know how far we are, or should we just dig in? I think we should keep going before telling her what we found, because if we choose to burn everything, we may not want to uh, divulge anything. anything yet. Yeah, that's true. Um, who's going in first? I'll go, Jackal. Point at Jackal, yeah. That's actually an open. Yeah, I'm going to see a strength check to get that thing open. It's big and heavy. I haven't <laughs> succeeded a strength check yet. 52 All out right, of so it's a big, heavy hatch. You get it open, but it's a loud opening thing. And as you get it open, it, you kind of see a ship's ladder that goes down. You can see kind of the outline of a staircase that kind of turns off to the right. But yeah, no, this is definitely the entrance to something. You're also, now that you're kind of looking down this, it's at least the shaft you'd be descending into is definitely concrete or cement or something like that. Like, it's very much a man-made structure. Is there any light, or is it completely dark? You see a faint glow of light coming from out of view, like where the stairs seem to go. That's where the light's coming from. All right. I'm just going to try to drop down as fast as I can. All right, yeah. I'm going after him. I'm gonna try I'm not to get quiet. Even roll for it. Yeah, you kind of you, you drop in there. Yep. Should I, I up? 
Do you want me to roll stealth or not? No. Okay. I head on after him. I'll follow third. Leaving Jumper to bring up the rear? Yes. As you descend kind of down these stairs, or I guess as you descend down the ladder and then down the stairs, you find yourself in a in a hallway of sorts. It's about, we'll say, like there's a center path you're walking down on. They kind of like come around a corner, and you're looking down into the cement corridor. It's about 20 feet wide. It's lit. I'm not going to call it well. It's very industrially lit in there. It's lots of kind of stuff embedded into walls. It's not super well decored, I guess, but it's lighting kind of thing. And in front of you kind of see these like weird, the room's kind of divided up, I guess. And you see kind of these indentations into the wall. You can't quite see into what those indentations are. But on the opposite side of the room for you, there's a kind of a submarine style hatch. Does the walls look like they're um, worked or they look like they're just dug out of the ground? Oh, no, it's worked. Like, this entire area is very well finished. Like, it's, it, it's some real Soviet-era cement bunker craftsmanship going on in here. Okay. If you want to know more, I'm going to need some searches. Jackal, 49 out of 44, failure. Uh, Jotun, 68 out of 74, success. I got a 23 out of 41. All right, so as you start to kind of make your way into the space, you realize that these indentations in the wall are actually kind of a step back from the main path, and it looks like there's a piece of, like, thick glass or plexi that runs kind of in, that runs across these spaces and then dead ends into a wall again, and there's eight of these kind of thing. Like, there's eight, on four on each side of the room, there's four indentations in the wall with these kind of plexi or glass or some transparent surface laid across them. A transparent? Yep. Like, so they can see us, or can we look in, into them? Yeah. Do you want to look into yes, one? which. Okay. Yeah. All right, so on your left, as you're kind of walking down this room, you see a man lying on the floor, kind of, the, the space kind of goes back about, we'll say, yeah, 20 feet or so, um, Looking at it, you're realizing this is like an observation cell of some kind, I guess. Like the room is sparsely decorated. It has a table, a bed, if you can even call it that, and like a place where you can like get water and maybe go to the bathroom or something. But more importantly, in the center of the room is this kind of lanky looking man. Uh, He's very kind of thin and long. His hair is mangy. His skin is pale. He's dressed kind of in like skinny jeans and a uh, plaid shirt of some kind. He's lying facing away from the cell, the kind of the glass door you're looking at. Opposite of him in the opposing kind of cell space is what you recognize to be kind of one of the people from Torres, except they are significantly more mutated looking. In in what way? Sounds like a search. Oh, sorry. Jackal, looking at him, critical, 11 out of 44. 9 out of 74 successes for Yoten. So you kind of look at both of these. So we'll do the kind of Torres resident first. So his features are a lot more fish-like. Like, he's still obviously a human, but, like, there's a fish-like quality to part of his face. Like, it's almost like he's slowly mutating into an aquatic creature. As you look at it closer, you realize he is essentially growing into that alligator monster thing you fought. No. He's nowhere near there yet, but like a lot of his features are starting to line up with that thing you killed in the chapel. On the opposite side of the room, 
the more you're looking at this man, the more you're kind of noticing some weird things. Like his skin isn't just pale. It's almost like a sickly gray, blue, green color. And as you're looking at him more, his ears are a little bit pointy, which seems strange. But most importantly, as you like, it's amazing you missed this at first. Instead of having normal feet, he almost has like a horse hoof on either end kind of thing. And it, it appears to just kind of be there. Like it wasn't like sewn on or something. It appears to just kind of be a natural continuation of what he is. The hell? Seems like these people are mute, mutating or something, transforming. It's almost animal-like. Well, that guy there looks like he's turning into that alligator we fought. I can see that. It, like, So I guess maybe that was a person at some point. And yeah, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say about Lanky? It almost looks like there's a bovine hoof where his foot should be. Yeah, or a equine hoof. Equine. It's I'm almost. I almost don't want to look in the other ones. All right. So, kind of as you're talking about this, the lanky man rolls over, and everyone give me a sand check. If you pass, you take nothing. If you fail, one d four. Eighty-eight out of eighty-one. Fumble. <laughs> I had a seventy-eight out of sixty-one failure. All right, so 1d4, everyone who failed. All right, um, <laughs> four. Four! Jesus. All right, so the crit, you are... Down the sanity hole. Yeah, you are all just, like, aggressively overwhelmed by what you're looking at. Like, every... Like, it, it doesn't make sense. What you're looking at in this cell is a man dressed in a blind guardian t-shirt with no shoes and pointy ears and mangy hair and like an elongated face. But again, like this almost looks like it's how he would be normally. If you, if that makes any sense. Like it's, it's grotesque. There's a beadiness about his eyes. And it's in this instance, you realize the guy looks like he's maybe even undead potentially. Like there's, this is not a, in a traditional sense, healthy living thing. And on the opposite side of the room, you're realizing that this, this Torah's resident's got kind of claws from it. It's looking sickly. It's obviously having a hard time breathing. And it has just kind of clawed the inside of this cell, even the glass that you're looking at it through, just till its fingers are like raw and bleeding slowly as a black kind of ichor rushes out of them in a slow drip. I'm sorry, did you say that the horse guy is, the horse hoof guy is wearing a Blind Guardian t shirt? Yep. I just want to clarify. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Looks like it's trying to escape. What do we even do with something like that? Like what what are we even supposed to do with things like that? Like are we Learn supposed to next cell? I failed it. So you're having a bit of a moment as you go through all of this and that's that Agent Jackal, that failure actually makes it even funnier. So as you kind of walk in front of it, you see just this kind of middle-aged dude sitting there, kind of normally dressed, looks at you. Well, I didn't expect to see you four ever again in my miserable time in this plane of existence. How you been, agents? It's been a long time since that cabin. I'm sorry, you don't recognize me. Uh, it's you, you probably know me best as Marlene or the thing that was actually in Marlene or that you're 
you're, you're pretty sure you killed at one point, but here oh, God, I am, agents. Is that camper? Uh, yeah, I'm the thing that jumped into the camper. Uh, did a real good job burning that body. I, I liked that body even. You guys suck, by the way. I was whipping around the woods with nothing to jump into except the occasional deer. Do you know how terrible it is being a deer? It's it's just gross, but uh, yeah. How's it been? You're here, so it's been bad. What are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, so you obviously know Felder if you're here. Uh, did you come looking for him? He's the reason I'm here. Uh, he kind of showed up after your handiwork with, uh, well, this that I'm wearing now. I had to thank him for that. But uh, yeah, so I jump into this. We exchange some words. He somehow knocks my ass unconscious. And well, I wake up here. Can't get out. Stuck in this body. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. It's going to be real fun in a couple of minutes. I, I see you've met my cellmates. Um, that thing back there, that's a ghoul, by the way. I don't think you've met any of those things yet. They eat you people. Mostly when you're dead, but he's probably hungry enough he could go for a live one. And, uh, yeah, that thing back there, it used to be a human, or I guess... Not really technically a human. Uh, Felder mentioned you killed his uh, his deep one. Uh, congrats on that. Um, you had to grow a new one. Seems like you're on good terms with Felder, at least. He asks me questions. I give him answers. It passes the time. Uh, not much to do, really, here. I kind of gestures around. Give me an alertness as he's gesturing around. So unlike the previous two cells you were looking at, this one is just decked out in a variety of kind of intricate, like, mix of runes and symbols and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, so long as this stuff's here, I'm stuck here. And as you're looking at this, you're seeing that he's, like, they all kind of spiral around into a circle, and he's just kind of stuck in this kind of, like, 10 by 10 circle dead center of the room. He's sitting there in it, and, like, it all kind of seems to conjoin at this circle he's sitting in. Can I roll a cult check to try to figure it out? You absolutely can. I failed. It, 62 out of 14. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very creepy circle. And because kind of all this is going on, give me a sand check. Like, this guy was dead as far as you knew. And he's like, yeah, still alive. Didn't really hurt me that much. Just annoying. All of us sand check? All of you sand checks. Failure. 86. Failure, 67 out of 57. Oh, it gets harder. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. As we lose. Oh, shit. All right. Everyone, everyone who failed, take one sand damage. Everyone who didn't, you don't take any sand damage. I've... Your first mission went so well. You killed the monster, and here it is again, just being like, yeah, minor setback, that whole operation. Well, so I suspect you guys have questions. Sorry, you had a question? Out of character, I guess. Um, what do you mean it gets harder, Steven? So as your uh, sanity decreases, your what you're rolling against goes down. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So Makes as sense. you lose sanity points, it becomes harder to succeed in, in rolling sanity. Yeah, Agent Jumper, didn't start, Agent Jumper didn't start off with a 38. That'd nope. just be cruel. That slow, horrible spiral down. Well, Agents and this crazy chick we found. Yep. <laughs> Go take care of this stuff. Yeah, so uh, 
You got any questions? I'm in a sharing mood. Uh, me and Felder have a working relationship, but uh, if you wanted to let your old friend Marlene out, um, I could happily tell you some stuff. I know all kinds of things. Uh, well, me and Jack will talk about how many things I know, and you guys are obviously fumbling around in the dark not knowing shit. So I'll tell you what. You let me out. Wipe away this whole circle thing kind of keeping me here. Hell, kill me, even. I will make it easy on y'all. I will put my mouth on any of those guns. Kill this goddamn body. And just let me loose. And we'll call it even. Are there any questions you got before then? Sound fair? I want to kind of step away and keep looking in the cells. If, yeah, so happen. as you step away, give me an alertness check. Because there's a cell behind you. Any failure. All right. Uh, you're going to take... Um, give me a sand check on this. 19 out of 78. All right, so you kind of you step back a little bit too far and kind of bump into the glass behind you, and you're leaning against it, and then you just hear something thud hard against it, kind of thing, with a lot of force behind it. And as you turn, you see an honest-to-God zombie. <laughs> Four of them, in fact. They are kind of like they're in this cage or they're in this cell kind of thing. Three of them are kind of off against the wall. The one that's obviously farthest forward is kind of slowly clawing at the plexi that separates you from it. It's making the kind of all the zombie noises you might expect kind of in the situation. The thing that was Marlene kind of like from behind you goes, Oh yeah, no, those are my those are my direct across from me cellmates. They're real talkative. Great conversationalists. Are they like this when, when you got here? They've been here longer than I have. What about Lanky back there? He also predates me as far as I know. Um, occasionally they feed one of them to him. So symbiotic relationship. I, to be fair, I'm not sure this batch is the ones I came in with originally. I, I occasionally sleep, you know, and... Oh, Felder comes down, he tinkers. I, there was six a couple weeks ago. Now there's only four. I think the most I've seen was eight. But it's hard to keep well, track of these things. You said they. Is that more than just Felder? He's talking about the four zombies in there. Right, okay. I meant, you said, the, I thought he said they feed one to the oh, ghoul. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Felder feeds one of the zombies to the ghouls every once in a while. You know where these Zombies are coming from? Beats me. Where do zombies come from? I'm assuming they were people at one point. Um, yeah, beats me too. Where do zombies come from? I don't know much about Felder. Do ya? Not as uh, much as some, I guess. I'll give this one for you for free, I guess. Dude is old. Like, Yeah, we knew that. No, no. You only think you know how old he is. Dude is old. Like, maybe 200 years old kind of thing. Dude knows a lot of stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff outside of the uh, limited perspective you humans kind of choose to occupy. Uh, kind of gestures at the stuff around him. Well, mostly what's keeping me here. Also, what brought me here in the first place? You remember dear old uh, Clyde? He used some of this knowledge to kind of, well, poke a little hole in your reality and actually dragged me through. And, well, where Clyde was kind of an amateur, Felder, he's a lot better at this stuff. Um, 
man's definitely lost his rocker some, but dude knows stuff. He's he's a great conversationalist. You're saying he's some kind of magician? Magician, wizard, I, whatever you want to call him, sorcerer, whatever you humans are into describing magicians as these days. Oh, by the way, wizards are real. Magic is kind of real. And everything you know about how the world works is yeah, maybe 75% true, but that remaining 25% have gestures wide again. That's where all this lives. And you haven't even made it to the last two cells. Oh, I can't wait for you to make it to the last two cells. That's where the fucked up stuff is. You think it's weird seeing me? <laughs> no, I, my neighbor to the right there, he scares the shit out of me. Why would we let you go? Goodness of your heart, I... I've been holding stuff back, obviously. Maybe I could help you with Felder. I know stuff. Maybe he's got a weakness. We talk. We've consulted on things. Felder has been around for 200 years. Powerful enough to trap you. And you want us to believe that he let slip his most, uh... Well, his kryptonite to you over uh, lattes? Arrogance is a great social lubricant. Um, and he's old. I'm older. Where I come from, time is... I'm not going to say meaningless because we're aware of the concept, but like, not in the way you humans cling to it and think it's precious. Like, Where I'm from, it's kind of more of a plane or a map. and You can kind of see all the points on the map whenever you want, if you so wish, but... Not everyone's so talented they can do that. Uh, Who's going to keep looking with me? I'll keep looking. All right, sir, moving on. Failed my search. 93 out of 44. All right, so the the next two cells are kind of... The next two cells are a little bit opposites of each other. So on your left, kind of diagonal away from what was Marlin's now kind of like trying to get you to come back to it and talk some more, it's just this... It's again one of these rooms, but it's empty except for that the, like the walls, the ceiling, the glass are just covered in blood. Like something exploded in there, just splattering all the walls. And opposite is this kind of black mass, just kind of sitting in the center of the room. All the furniture is gone. It's just kind of sitting there in the center, just a black kind of slightly amorphous mass. When you say slightly amorphous. It's kind of like a, maybe like an oval shape. It's about six feet tall, wide by about four feet tall kind of thing. Like it's... All right, so... Hey, uh... Marlena. Yes? What the hell is this thing? Oh, I'm not going to ruin the surprise. But take a look at it. I, I wouldn't go in the cell, obviously. It's, it's quite dangerous. Everything down here is dangerous, as you can guess. But uh, go on, take a good look at it. It won't bite. I'm sure it has teeth, technically. All right, guys, are we um, are we that curious or uh? Nope. All right, well, let's. We're not that curious. <laughs> I kind of want to see what's in all. There are eight cells, right? Yeah. I want to see what's in all of them. Is any sort of something we can learn from any of them or something? I don't know. You know how so, we had this idea that we were going to take care of this place by ourselves and then tell, uh, you know, our boss? Um, we've tried doing that before, and he's back. I think 
I think we need to call it a clean crew. I don't know that they have clean crews. We might be a clean crew. I think we might be the clean crew, and that's where I'm concerned. Because if we don't know what that black mass is, and we have to kill it, because what do we we can't burn this place and leave. All these, all this shit's just gonna get out. I know. So we have to figure out ways to deal away, to do away with all this shit. Maybe Pine can tell us. I don't know. I, I don't know. What's in the other two cells? All right, so the last two cells are just kind of empty cells. They are immaculately clean. But beyond that is a kind of set of bookshelves on either side of the hallway that are just full of binders. I'm going to open one of the binders. All right, uh, give me a bureaucracy check. Oops. Can I open a binder, too? Yeah, you all can open a binder. I failed 75 out of 12. Bureaucracy? Bureaucracy. I also failed 81 out of 44. One success. 34 out of 50. All right. So you're all kind of flipping through this, and it becomes very obvious very quickly that these are almost like zoology notes on a variety of these things. And each binder seems to be dedicated to, for lack of a better phrase, a different species. And there are far more binders than there are creatures down here right now. Infer from that what you will. But kind of as you're going through this, you do find kind of a master one that seems to dictate like a variety of controls and stuff like that or kind of handling procedures for this. Whoever's writing these has chosen to be kind of aggressively immaculate and adhering to the scientific principle to an insane degree kind of thing for research into what this thing is. And in this binder, you do find that kind of correct procedure for jettisoning final samples is each one of these cells is equipped with a emulsion system where it will burn the contents of the cell down to ash. You can trigger them individually if you so wish or something like that. But more importantly, as we're kind of flipping through this stuff, um, everyone's going to gain a couple points of unnatural for this. Uh, everyone roll 1d4. Yeah, so add that to your unnatural skill, whatever you rolled. Consider this your crash course in the true cryptozoology world. And nothing you're learning is good. Like, all of this is some stuff straight out of nightmares, and the fact that it's kind of just presented as this kind of scientific, Jane Goodall-esque scientific study makes what you're reading all the more unsettling, I guess. Like, So as part of this, you learn that ghouls are not alive, but they're not dead, and your friend wasn't lying. It really does indeed eat dead people. Like, they have a whole... Their their main source of sustenance is dead people, and they've kind of wormed their way into a variety of parts of kind of human society. They live in subway tunnels, lots of subterranean stuff. Um, and what you were seeing there is what that thing normally looks like. Like that's not some weird mutation going on. That's a ghoul. Like the ghouls have these kind of slightly elongated horse or dog like features. Um, the Toraz resident is referred to as a hybrid, and basically it is. As part of this, you learn that the way deep ones reproduce with humans is they can essentially infect, impregnate, whatever the correct term is, humans. And then that person slowly transforms into a deep one. There are several notes in there about how deep ones have genetic memory, meaning they kind of inherit all of their memories from their parents. And Felder's been using this process to essentially kind of 
maybe not have a dictionary, but kind of have a research subject you can kind of flip through to answer his questions as he's looking for answers and certain stuff. Thing that was Marlene, it, it establishes that like so long as it's inside the circle and the circle's undisturbed, even if that body is destroyed, the thing is actually stuck there. It can't go anywhere. Like it's stuck inside of that circle until that circle is in some way, shape, or form destroyed. And Felder has taken great lengths to make sure that circle is very hard to destroy. And without a body, their chances of that thing destroying the circle are essentially zero. So its policy is basically, yeah, if it gets out of hand, I'll just burn the body and it'll be stuck there. And I'll drag in a new body when I want to talk to it again. The black mass thing doesn't have a lot of notes. It just kind of says exceedingly dangerous. Further study required. Notes on zombies. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot the zombies. Yeah, it's a variety of notes on zombies. It um has a so that binder actually has a variety of drivers' licenses that you can probably guess used to belong to the people that are now zombies. It has a variety of experiments talked about it and how those zombies were kind of created. It talks about the uh, some zombies are infected or kind of infectious and some aren't kind of thing like it's it's a variety of notes just kind of on the general concept of zombies like if you hadn't just you know seen four of them you'd be like okay whatever john romero ha 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 very interesting mm-hmm. but this context these are again like this is a scientific study into how one hypothetically would go about making zombies george romero right sorry my bad you can fix it in post it's okay <laughs> And uh, was there a note about the exploding thing, the bloody, bloody mess on the walls? No, no, that's the black mass is extremely dangerous. There's nothing about the exploding thing. Well, team, it's like we have a choice here. Do we burn this material or do we try to take it back to Delta Green? I think this is exactly what Pine was talking about. Helpful material. We could throw these in. We could throw the binders in there. Looks like we could destroy everything in here. You're also by another door. There's another room beyond the room you're in right now. Guess we better see what's through this porthole too. Does it, how do we activate the incinerate? You said there's incinerators in all these cells, right? Yep. Is there a way to act, so we know how to activate them too? That sounds like a search. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So <laughs> right next to the door, there is kind of a control panel with a variety of buttons on it that seem to kind of control the various cells. There's also a door release mechanism. There seems to be kind of a control of lights and the air circulation. There's also just an incinerate button or an incinerate switch. Pretty easy. For each cell or one or one that controls all the cells? Each cell. Okay. Alright, well we know how to burn them all. Let's uh see what's should we um see what's through this door? Just a thought that if Felder may be behind that door or something. We don't necessarily want him to release all these monsters on us while he makes an escape, do we? Nope. Maybe we I burn these and then go after I agree. I think we burn now, then go through the door. Good call. Let's test it out on the zombies. Right. Any of you are welcome to be my guest. Jackal will I'll press go the over button. and try it. Yeah. Jetlag's got it. <laughs> Okay, like pushes the incinerate button on the zombie cage. Zombie. For a couple seconds, you hear a kind of a hissing sound, and then the sound of an explosion is just kind of like, and you can tell like, that the room is now engulfed in flames. Uh, 
zombies don't seem to care. Zombies don't seem to care about anything. They kind of slowly melt and burn away. And you now have a sense as to why everything in these rooms appears to be metal furniture of some kind. Like, it's so he can just burn the room without burning anything of note. Uh, the thing that was Marlene's, like, holy shit, you just killed my entertainment. Um, oh, boy. What am I going to look at now for the rest of eternity? I would call that a successful test. Let's light it up. Let's uh, take it one at a time in case uh, one of them doesn't go as planned. Ghoul next. All right. Yep, same thing. Lights up. Um, Ghoul seems to not be doing well enough. Like, he doesn't even seem to register he's burning, I guess. Like, he's kind of turns to a pile of ash where he's lying on the ground. Fish man. Yep, same deal. Uh, Lots of kind of uncomfortable gurgling noises coming as the heat gets to him very rapidly, but... Yeah, pile of ash again. Black mass. So, are you looking at it while it burns? No. Jack- Jackal is, yes. Yeah, I think right. I am. I, I want to make sure it's, yeah, I'm looking at it because I want to make sure it burns. I'm All concerned. Right, so, everyone who's looking at it, give me a sand test. Damn it. 38, 78, fail, uh, success. 16, right, so 78, you, success. If you fail, give me uh, ah. one sand damage. Two out of 56, success. Yeah. No damage that time around. Excellent. Yeah, so you're looking at this thing, and you realize that part of its amorphous shape is that this thing is not actually a ball or kind of ovular mass. It is a mass of tentacles. And across its skin, you just kind of see thousands, if not millions, of tiny eyes open up and look at you. As it's slowly engulfed in flame, it's almost curiously looking at you. Like, it's not mad, it's not angry, it's just kind of, huh, okay. And it, it takes a while to burn. Like, it's, it seems to have a resistance to the fire that's hitting it, but eventually it does succumb after a large amount of time. Like how long? Uh, five, ten minutes. All right, who we got left? The uh, bloody cell? Probably should just burn that. Even though we don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. All right. Burns. I hit the... Yep. Stains kind of get carbonized out some. Like, there's still some stains there, but they're no longer as blood red. They're now kind of soot black. And last but not least, Marlene. Burning up? I don't feel like making any bargains. I don't know about you. All right. That button, then. Hold on. Can we just leave them there? What's the harm? Was he right? Well, she did try to kill us several yes, times. Yes, but, but I'm sorry. Did the book say if we burn the body that the entity, like, I, I, my, my fear is that if we, it said we could wipe away the markings. So if we, I'll just, sorry. It, it offered to let us wipe away the markings to let it go. I'm afraid we hit that switch. We burn away the markings and it gets out. The book said the markings are burn proof. Oh, did it? I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, cut that then all right well um but so if we burn the body the entity is still trapped there was the idea yeah the entity has said and also the books have confirmed that the kind of sigil work is what's actually keeping the entity there yeah so we burn it we don't burn it either way it stays there yeah actually we could just leave it there yeah i mean we know it's not doing anything right now might as well not take the risk of burning it and something if we if we leave it, maybe it's a little less likely that it takes another human body, you know? Or it could tell Felder... Well, it could tell Felder 
we're here. I mean, I'm pretty sure if Felder knew, he already knows. Yeah, he doesn't know it was us. Um, I kind of feel like you may. Could be any number of, you know, uh, you know, would there's got to be other cells, right? Or do they all die and we're just on J? Just what? We're J cell. There's got to be others. He knows that. Oh, yeah, cell. He knows somebody yeah. came and burned everything. But we're J cell. He doesn't know that we're J cell. This thing can tell us. Tell him that we're J cell. I don't know. Just whatever. I, I'm arguing against my own point now. <laughs> okay. So next steps. Do we want to unload the books, or should we open that hatch? That books has information on how to kill this stuff. Should take it. You should what? Take it. I, I agree that we, we're bringing the books with us. Um, it, uh, l- let's let's think about it this way. We don't know what's behind that door. We get behind that door. It's something that uh, you know we can't handle, and we waste all that time moving those books. So I say the books after the door. Okay, we might need the books to face what, what's beyond it anyway. Should we open the hatch? I think so. Like the hatches you've encountered so far, this one, it's really well maintained. It opens super easily. It swings kind of into the room opposed to it. You go through? I go through. All right. I follow. <laughs>